Have you ever wondered what your life would be like if you could finally have what you want? A life where effort equals results and so much more. Imagine removing the limiting programs that are preventing you from having what you truly want and installing new programs so that you feel deserving of what you want. Welcome to Apiron Kratos. You were created by an infinite God and He created you in His image. You are unique in all your skills, talents, gifts, and abilities, and there will never be another you. Now, you want to be the best version of you, to understand and experience what you were created to be. Join us as we remove and integrate the conflicting parts within you, so that you can live your ultimate desires while loving God and others as yourself through belief engineering. This is a Piron Kratos. All right, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. It is great to have you here, listening, ready to tune in to what we're going to talk about today. And the title of today's episode is "You Were Born Free, Yet You Have Given Up Your Free Will." And we know tomorrow is President's Day. And there may be some of you that have some uh, something great planned with family or travel or something, whatever it is. I hope that you enjoy it and really uh, uh, spend that time in thankfulness for what you have and the opportunity there to spend time with your family. Um, I shared a post this last week leading up to this episode. And... Uh, A couple things, actually. One was a quote by Abraham Lincoln that said, The best way to predict your future is to create it. To create it. Now, some of you may be wondering, what does that mean, to create it? Well, we're going to get into that in uh, today's episode. Um, I also talked about last week um, that I shared on my Facebook um, that Thomas Jefferson, in talking about the pursuit of happiness, that every human being has certain unalienable rights that they are born with, uh, and among which are those to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yet many of us are unhappy today. Uh, The root of unhappiness really is a problem. We can look at the surface issues and we can talk about the different things that we are facing from a social perspective, uh, political, um, economical. There's many things. And people often like to look at the economy and blame the economy for their unhappiness. It's the economy's fault that I'm unhappy. Or it's the president's fault that I'm unhappy. Or whatever that is, people like to look at other things and blame that for their unhappiness. You know, I talked about it before in my first episode in talking about, does your spouse make you happy? Happiness is an inside job. It's something that you decide on beforehand. Yet, you know you were created with infinite love and infinite wisdom. God's image was stamped upon you, an infinite God. You were born with infinite potential and possibilities. Yet, Since your birth, you have chosen to install limitations and given up those infinite possibilities. 
you even say things like, I don't think it's possible, or I don't know how, or something of that nature. You, in your language, you choose to give up your infinite potential, your free will, your freedom. You were born with infinite possibilities. Um, what's the problem and how did we get here? Um, why, what is it that is really keeping you from what you truly want and why you keep settling? Uh, for some people it may be fear. You know, the fear of what people will think of them if they uh, really make their needs their wants and uh, maybe it's something that you deep down want but you want to stay relatable in that you might distance yourself from your social circle. Uh, how do you know? In fact, when you continue to level up or evolve or grow, whatever word you want to use here, you don't know yet the impact that you will have on the people around you. Oftentimes, it's the opposite in that as you grow, the people around you cannot help but be influenced and grow themselves. But we still continue to choose limitations in our beliefs and we say it in our language. You might even have a goal that you want to accomplish, but you keep falling short of that goal. Why is that? Settling for less than what you truly want is creating an internal frustration and a conflict that has a rip ripple effect in all other areas of your life. Now when I say settling for less than what you want, uh, I don't mean some, some yacht as in you don't have the money to go buy it or a private jet or a Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever it is. I'm talking about what you want. Everyone is unique in the things that they truly desire. Uh, maybe it's a feeling. Uh, in, in case you didn't know, you can choose to feel happy today aside from a goal. Now, there may be goals and uh, material things that you want uh, to enjoy for the purpose of simply enjoying them, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things to enjoy them, yet you are abstaining from it. For what purpose? Why is this a problem? Well, like I said, maybe some of you want to stay relatable. Uh, you. There's a fear of being judged by other people. What will other people think if this is the intention of my heart and this is really what I want? It's causing that conflict inside you and it's showing up in areas that you may not even realize today that is causing other problems. Um, some people may not have the courage to speak what they truly believe in their heart of hearts at least from a value level perspective. They, they value something, yet they have this fear. So what do they do? They follow the masses. They agree with the masses, but they say, yeah, this is right, or no, that's wrong. Whatever it may be, they have a fear, but yet in their heart, they don't believe it. They want that, that feeling of belonging to something. Deep down, we are all seeking to belong. We want that feeling of community, and it's important to have that. Uh, but understand that community first starts uh, as a Christian with the relationship with Jesus Christ. Second, the relationship 
you have with yourself, your self-talk, the things that you're telling yourself inside. When you don't have that right relationship there, it's going to affect your other relationships. Now, first, your relationship needs to happen with Christ. Second, it's going to happen with that community with yourself. Uh, where do we get the word university from? I love this. The word university comes from two words, unity and diversity. Unity and diversity. We can have unity. Now, let's get back to the problem here. Uh, you want to stay relatable. Uh, that you're maybe afraid to speak the truth that's in your heart. And you may be uh, feeling these negative emotions from this. Uh, you may want, maybe you want to protect yourself. I know at one point uh, I was afraid to love and love myself and be loved by other people for fear of being hurt. And it was something that I learned as a young kid uh, from being bullied um, when I was younger and being made fun of. I began to protect myself. So I installed these limit, limiting programs in my mind of, well, if I let somebody love me, then they'll hurt me. You hear that? If, then. Now you may have your own if-then statements that sound different, but it's those if-then statements that you need to pay attention to in your language. When you're looking at what you value in relationships, what you value in uh, your, your faith, what you value in your family, uh, your finances, whatever it is, your fitness, listen to your language that you're using. It's going to reveal those programs that you've installed over time. So let's talk about how else this is a problem. People think that going after what you want means more pain because of effort. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before, that going after something that you want is going to cause more pain because of the effort involved. When did you decide to believe that? When did you decide that putting, get, getting something that you want means that it's going to cause more pain? Why not choose to believe instead that well, if I get this, there's actually going to be more pleasure with the effort that I put in. So how could I not? When did you decide to believe that there would be pain? When you settle for what you need, it creates even more pain because you work really hard for only what you need. Think about that. When you settle for what you need, it creates even more pain because you work really hard for only what you need. You may want more but you're settling for just what you need even though you want more. And so you work really hard. You just work every day. You're grinding, you're grinding. You're the hardest worker. You're grinding, yet you only get what you need. So you're frustrated. Only going after your needs will keep you from your true potential. Oh, wow. <laughs> that one's big. Only going after your needs will keep you from your true potential. When you go after your needs, you see infinite possibilities. You stretch yourself. You begin to think, what if? What else? What else can I do? 
What are the other possibilities? How else can I impact others, influence others? How else can I live out my ultimate purpose? Yet, when you only settle for what you need, you keep yourself from the possibilities that are already within you. You were created with infinite potential. Know that. Your programs of limiting belief are projected in your life. You live out what you believe. If you believe it will be hard, it will be. Trust me on that. If you say this is going to be hard, tomorrow's going to be hard, this job's going to be hard, whatever it is in your mind, this project, whatever, it's going to be hard, it will be. If you believe it will be easy, it will. You know the saying, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. You will settle for less than what you need in other areas. And this starts to cause that ripple effect. You start settling for what you need. You may want something, but you haven't given yourself permission to get it. And so what you do is in other areas, you begin to settle too. Even though inside you want that, it causes a conflict inside you and you are frustrated and you don't know why. I'm telling you why. It's because of this. Now, I don't care what your wants or your needs are. What I'm talking about here is the conflict that's inside of you because of your wants and needs. Okay? Know that. So, you've heard this saying, how you do one thing is how you do everything else. I'm not saying if that's true or not true. Really, the purpose of me saying that is it's describing the behavior pattern that you have in your life. Going for what you want versus what you need. How you do one thing is how you do everything else. You can choose to believe that or not. Whether it's true, I'm not going to say either way. Some people say you can't have everything you want in life. Ooh, you can't have everything you want in life. <laughs> when did they decide that you can't have everything you want? What if all you wanted was a glass of orange juice, a piece of bacon? Oh, you can't have it all. You can have half a slice of bacon. <laughs> when did they decide that? Who are they comparing this to? Maybe they're revealing the frustration they have within their heart. And round and round it goes, and we continue to project these programs upon each generation. You only need the essentials in life. Essentials? Essentials? What is essential? Where is the standard coming from? According to whom? You only need the essentials? Who's deemed the essentials? Is it the government that's deemed the essentials? Is it uh, the church that's deemed the essentials? And I'm using air quotes here. Um, is it the family that's deemed essentials? Is it the state or the program or the school or whatever you put the name on it? Who's decided these essentials? Yet you are handing over your freedom, your free will to choose. So what is the purpose of these problems here we're talking about? We see the issue. We feel it. As I said all this, you feel it inside. You feel that frustration. So some examples include, um, oh, this one's big, the hero's journey. 
<laughs> I was talking with my wife about this, and we were talking about the hero's journey. This person who, oh, you watched the movies before. <laughs> Against all odds, they prevail. They have to fight this uphill battle. And this person loves, loves the adversity. They want to make things hard because they want other people to see how hard they worked. How hard they worked. <laughs> they are wanting the adversity. Think about that. Do you want adversity in your life? I'm not going to answer that for you. That's up to you. But the hero's journey is a real story that every one of us continues to play out at some micro or macro level. At some form of behavior, we want to make things hard and we don't even realize it. That validation that you need from others to see how hard you work so that you can be recognized of, I went through this adversity and I accomplished and now I'm on the top of the mountain. What if you just ran up the mountain and it was effortless? <laughs> You're seeing it now. So what's the solution here? What's the solution, guys and gals? What do we do here? You need to make your wants your needs. And to do that, you need to resolve the conflicts at the belief value level. And I'm going to ask you these questions as you think through all those other things we talked about. When did you decide that people would have power over you? Let that question sit there. When did you decide that people would have power over you? When did you decide that you were not already free? Hmm. And be clear here with goals and feelings. Many people I talk to, I just want to feel happy. I want to feel free. I want that feeling of freedom. What does it feel like? If you were to know and you were to remember a time, a specific time that you felt completely free, when was it? Now go back into that time right now. See what you saw, feel what you felt, hear what you heard. Go right back to that time now when you were completely free and happy. You remember the specific time. That memory is in your mind now and you feel it. You see, you can feel free and happy whenever you want. Yeah, it's powerful. So know the difference between an emotional state and happiness. Okay? Know the difference between an emotional state of, of happiness and a, and a goal. So you should be happy regardless of the goal that you want. Uh, know and reveal when you are secretly wanting pain instead of the pleasure. When you begin to know this, when you truly know, you know. And ask yourself this question. What if, what if you could have everything you wanted in life? What if enduring pain, you endured pleasure? How much pleasure could you endure on your way to achieving the goal? How much would you enjoy this fitness journey you may be on, this family you're building, these kids you're raising, 
your finances that you're building, uh, this faith journey you're going through, imagine how much, how enjoyable it could be instead of the pain. Wow, how much pleasure could you endure? Know that it's a program, it, your, your value level, that's causing your macro and micro behaviors for what you have. And this applies to everything, guys, gals. Know this. Your family, your faith, your finances, your friends, your career. So what else? Um, what else is good here? Creating a, a list of 100 things and experiences. Write down 100 things that you want just because you want it. 100 experiences that you would want in life just because you want it. You can want it for wanting it. If you haven't given yourself permission to want it, that's a different conversation for another episode. But write it down, 100 things that you want and experience. And as you begin to write those down, you see the limitations you have in there, the limitations within those things and experiences when those emotional barriers come up. Oh, those emotional barriers. Ah, I don't feel like I deserve this. I don't want it. Why? Now, I'm not saying that you truly need that. There may be a conflict at your value level that you wrote something down and it's actually not something that is in line with what you truly believe. That's different. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the emotions that you're experiencing as you write it down is revealing to you those limiting programs that you've given over your freedom for. Resolve those. And I tell you that this list of things and experiences change completely. The things that you thought were important may no longer be important. In order to get there, you need to resolve those value conflicts first. And when you do, the conflict will be something that you had not previously considered was the problem. I appreciate you guys. Um, there's a lot more to go into this that uh, really solve this. Uh, this was not enough time on our podcast today. And this is the exact stuff that I get into with my co coaching program through my uh, uh, four-step, 12-week coaching program where at the end, who knows what the possibilities could be? You come to me with maybe what you think is the problem, and we've resolved that so fast, and you no longer have this conflict. And just like the clients I work with today, they have this peace about who they are, what they want, and where they're going. And all of their energy is directed towards it. Imagine that feeling. So I appreciate each of you tuning into this episode and I look forward to speaking with you next week. It's sure to be a great one. Until next time, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We believe that the future of what's possible lies already within each of you. By participating in today's episode, you are unlocking those unlimited possibilities that were dormant within you. And now you begin to believe and know what's truly possible was beyond what you previously considered. 
If you would like to know more about what behavioral re-engineering is and how we are able to easily program new beliefs effortlessly, please contact us through email, Instagram, or Facebook. Dustin loves to hear feedback from his listeners. This is a Pure on Kratos.